This is the Man in a Room podcast. Hello there, how's it going? Uh, back again. And you know, I want to just pick up on a theme that I was talking about yesterday. I was talking about the fact that I had pepperoni, like vegan pepperoni on my pizza. I'm not a vegan, just a vegetarian. Um, I just feel that they missed a beat by calling it uh, vegan pepperoni. They should call it pepperphony with an R on the end. It says pepper with phony at the end. It makes sense, but I guess the whole phony thing might make them think a bit, mm, that there might be certain connotations that we're not so keen on or whatever. But there's a, it's the old argument, really. Should there be products that are based on meat stuffs for vegetarians? Because like, you've made your choice not to eat this kind of stuff, so why are you trying to make it so that you know there's a substitute for it? Because if, you, if you're that against it, why are you eating something like it? Um... And, you know, there's all these kinds of arguments back and forth about, yeah, but the, the human uh, teeth set isn't supposed to be eating meat and all this. I'm not going to go into all that. Um, for me personally, I can only say about this, is that I grew up a meat eater. I'm conditioned to have that. I'm conditioned to, you know, the sensation, the flavour and everything. That's what I'm conditioned to do. And so, obviously, you know, I had a, a, a taste for it a, a while back. And there are certain things that you miss, and even when I'm cooking to this day, I always thinking I need I need something like people often say like meat and potatoes, meat and two veg as it were. And I'm not talking about the euphemism for male genitalia there. It's meat and two veg, as they say, you know, like I don't know, bangers and mash and peas or something like that. Bangers obviously being sausages. Um, and so that's the that, that's the whole thought process of you know the whole meat and, meat and potatoes and that kind of stuff. Um, so even when I'm cooking now, I always think I need I need that meaty thing to be there. Like I always consider like mashed potatoes and peas like a side. It is a side. Mashed potatoes and peas are sides. Let's not mess around. It's not the main part of the meal. Um, so you need like the main part. Uh, you could argue say, oh, we'll have a have a pie then, a vegetable pie, or whatever. But I argue the fact that I don't see the the problem with having meat substitutes because well, you know, it's it's just a it's just a, a flavored thing. It's just a lump of uh, well, basically, I th- as far as I'm aware, uh, corn is actually made out of a, a, fun- a type of fungus, which is interesting. And the pepperoni is made out of jackfruit. Now, jackfruit is something I'm not that familiar with, if I'm completely honest. But from what I, I, I from what I believe and what I've seen and been told, that it's very close to being like pulled pork. And I'll be honest, I was very surprised about the texture of the jackfruit pepperoni that I had yesterday. Because it just ta- it was just like because it, 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 it didn't take it wasn't a fruit texture it was very fibrous what a great word fibrous is um, and it had that sort of that sort of thing about it I don't know what it was and that's often the thing that they miss most miss the on the miss the mark I should say when they make uh, meat or fake meat products as it were um, so uh, yeah it's, it was very close but obviously they they can never quite get to that because it's not actually meat which is you know there's it's muscle as they can't replicate that really i mean they've come close don't get me wrong uh, there has been some times where i'm like geez is that are you definitely sure that isn't me there what was there was something what was it there was something that i was like um what was it, it was the uh when greg's released their vegan sausage rolls actually um because i bit into it after, well the thing is right so whenever like a meteor I was like, well, I'm open mind. I'm gonna try the vegetarian option just to see what it's like and to see what the fuss is about. And they'll try the vegan sausage roll. They'll be like, it tastes nothing like me. Me, 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 me. It's not for you, really. I mean, it's good that you're eating it because it's better for the environment and all that kind of stuff. But 
it's not really for you, if it makes any sense. It's not for your palate. It's for people like me and actually vegans, you know. Uh, so someone who's not eating meat for a number of years now, it's pretty close because my memory, that's all it is. And they said that memories are basically, um, when something happens and you remember it, that's your memory. And so every time that you remember it, you remember the last time you remembered it. That's what the thought process behind memories are. So in my head, that's what it tastes like. And there are times actually when I've been eating like meat substitutes and thinking, is it, because especially if I'm buying it from an actual shop, I'm thinking, is it definitely, they definitely give me the meat free version. Because um, from my memory, I can't tell if it makes any sense. Because um, uh, there are quite a number of things. There was, um, what was it? There's a certain type of burger you spell to get. Um, but I don't remember what it's called. I think it was called, um, oh, I can't remember. The, the Linda McCartney ones are pretty close. But actually, do you know what? There was this whole thing uh, about the vegan Whopper because Burger King had the the Impossible Burger. Is that what it's called? I've never actually tried it because it's not vegan. It's not vegetarian. Fun, isn't it? So all those people are going out and buying this stuff and turns out that it actually isn't isn't vegan uh, by definition. And it's not it's not even vegetarian by definition either because they actually use the same uh, pan or the same... I don't know how they cook stuff in... Burger King, just to clarify, I'm not, I don't know the ins and outs of the workings of uh, the royalty, um, they're the royal family of, of fast food, and from what I can tell, um, they basically just stick them on the same griddle, which basically means all the juices from the from the burgers and stuff like that, uh, cross-mogenates with um, all the, you know, everything. So basically it's, it's sucking up and absorbing all the actual genuine meat juice. Which isn't ideal. Um, so yeah. Um, actually, quite. I just used the word cross-mogenate. Now, the thing that's a word I've used for years, like cross-mogenation. Um, and it's not an actual word. I don't believe it's an actual phrase or an actual word. It's actually from Austin Powers, I believe. That's a film that hasn't uh, aged very well at all. In fact, I have it on Blu-ray and I was going to watch it. Uh, the other day, this is genuinely true. I got it out, and I thought I'm going to watch Austin Powers because it's a film I love. I can quote back to front, all that kind of stuff, and I just I really fancied watching it. And I put it on, and I was like, "This has not aged well. This has aged terribly." Like I, I've watched it in the last couple of years at least, but I watched it. And I was like, oh, "I don't know. It's not aged well at all." The whole um, I don't know because that that was the whole thing back then. It was it's always a different time. It was nearly like it was twenty three years ago when they released it. I believe was it ninety seven? I'm pretty sure twenty three years ago. And obviously things have changed a lot since then. And it's just a bit strange when you sort of thinking that it's changed in that short amount of time. Um, the whole um, the, the the objectification of women and oh, it's it's supposed to be misogynistic because it's it's supposed to be from the sixties, but it's misogynistic even by today's standards. From from the nineties, the nineties humor is misogynistic now. I mean, there's many films that haven't aged well. Because um, I, what, what I watched, I watched uh, Harold and Kumar Get the Munchies, and in America it's called uh, uh, Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle. There's all different kinds of bits and pieces in there, which is just questionable. It's a very questionable film. It was very much of the time. Um, but it's basically like women have their breasts out, and it's like, oh yeah... Uh, the dirtbag guy always gets the hot girl and all that kind of stuff. And there's the the ugly geek and there's the 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 jock who gets his up uh, come up and that kind of stuff. And 
you know, like American Pie. American Pie is, uh, is a is a franchise I've never really got on with, and that is the truth. Um, because I I don't know I don't I don't think I was old enough for it. Whenever American Pie was out, um, I remember watching it on DVD and thinking I don't really get this. If I'm completely honest, um, and then like number two, I think I watched number two. And I didn't watch like number three through number eight, whatever it was, um, like the Police Academy films. And I, and I maintain any film that makes it to number five shouldn't be made. It, uh, that's a franchise that's been flogged to death and isn't worth entertaining. I think there's five different parts of American Pie. There's got American Pie, American Pie Two. You've got the Band Camp episode one. You've got the the wedding, and there's this. Um, other one, I seem to remember. There's, I seem to remember there being five. I remember there's, there's like a million places in police academy. There's eight police academies actually. I know for a fact. Um, because I think the last one was called Mission to Moscow, and I I borrowed it from the local video rental shop. Uh, I thought, oh look, that police academy, Mission to Moscow, and like I got it and I watched it. And I didn't mind it. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. Um, but it's not a franchise that is really that good. Let's not mess around. I mean, Naked Gun. I mean, it was flying close to the wind in by doing thirty three and a third. Um, like number one and number two, amazing. But number number three, no. It's annoying because I've actually got the box set. And number three is is it is number three on there? I I would imagine it probably is. Um, but I do like that. I remember actually remember the last time I watched, um, Naked Gun was when Leslie Nielsen passed away because as a childish the like the the sort of the nudge nudge wink wink of um. The Naked Gun. Um, have I got it on? I'm sorry, I'm looking at my DVDs. I do apologise. Uh, because I'm recording this on my phone, you see, I'm actually able to walk around my flat, which is quite handy. Uh, so it's not just man in a room, it's a man in multiple rooms. Where's my Naked Gun? Oh, Naked Gun trilogy, yeah. I d- uh, yeah. Because I remember they did um, another movie called. Well, he was. I think he was a vampire or he was a Dracula or something like that. I don't know what it's called. But I remember very specifically the front cover being an exact replica or duplicate of the Naked Gun um, front covers, and him basically because he on the front of the Naked Gun DVDs he's actually like surfing on a bullet, um, but he's actually surfing on a crucifix. Um, I don't know what that's called. Um, I, I I I could Google it I suppose, but I can't because I'm on my phone. So yeah. Anyway, I've waffled on there quite a bit there. Um, I'll probably catch again soon, and uh, yeah, I will speak to everyone again later. Who is the man? Where is the room? It's some guy you've never heard of, in a room you've never been in. For more information, head over to maninaroom.co.uk.